What's up? How y'all been? I know y'all ain't heard this voice in a while. I know I gotta stop leaving y'all like this. I know I gotta stop going MIA on y'all, going ghost. Because, hey, sometimes some of this shit be therapeutic. And a lot of y'all probably won't hear this message because I took a break from social media. Well, in the process of doing doing it and handling it a little better. Sometimes I need to step away from social media at times because it's a lot of... <clears throat> That that uh, distracts you. A lot of it will make you want something that you don't know what it took for them to get to where they at. And that's what it's known to do. And the crazy thing is, I was talking to my brother. And on the podcast coming out, you'll hear him say, when you go out of state or out of, out of the country you will see like family means a lot more. You're more than just a number. Because in the States, they know me for my social security number. They know me for a number. When I'm in different countries, they know me for my name. You know what I mean? Meaning like they don't give a fuck about social media. They don't care how much money you got. As long as you have that family ties, as long as you you together as a family, eating dinner, talking, laughing, you enjoy that a lot more than what you see on social media. And me and bro was talking, and you got to understand when you're on social media and you see somebody with something, that makes the person that sees it wants it. And then the person that you're dating or somebody, the spouse that you're with, he sees that you want that. So that makes you work a thousand times harder just to try to get that one thing that you see your significant other want so much. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we work so much. And we don't take those breaks. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't take that time that we need to spend with our families and not think about working so much and, and, and thinking just because this person got it and the person I want to be with wants it, so that makes me want to work more and more and more so I can be able to have, say, I can get that for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's kind of tough. But, bro, what's talking is like you go to different countries, you'll see people to be the brokest people. But since they had together at a table... And they're eating and they're talking as a family and laughing and having fun. None of that material shit matters. And sometimes it's a lot of people don't understand that. And that's just a part of taking a break from social media. That's just a part of it. And another time it's like, bro, like, I don't even want to deal with the drama. I don't even want to see bad news. I need to get back to being myself. And it's going to be a lot. And the people that listen to it, and you're going to see, like, I'm going to distance myself for a while from a lot of people because I have to get myself right. Because I can't come talk to you if myself not right, you know? So I got to get me right. Um, I got to get my mental back. I got to get be able to get back to being me. I got to be able 
to get back to being being myself and my body being what it needs to be. So it's going to be a lot of times where I take a break and I'm by myself and and I'm alone. It's going to be a lot of time like that and there's going to be people, can I hang with you? I'm going to tell you no. It's because I'm getting myself right. And if you, and you got to respect that. And if you don't respect that, then I'm sorry for you. But I'm going to take that break and it's going to happen. So this is, if I didn't text this to you, or if you didn't get to hear the message, I'm sorry, but this is me telling you the message now, you know? And one thing <clears throat> we're going to get started with, and this is for my people out there, embrace being alone, you know? Embrace it, because sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need that time to reflect on what you got going for the week, what you got going for the next couple months, what you got going for, the, what you got planned for that year. Embrace being alone. And for my people that's already alone, continue to make that your strength. You know, as I know I was talking to my to, to my home girl today, and she was talking about how she hates being alone, this, this, and that, because she always alone. But embrace that. Make that your strength. Home in on, on, a, on that gift where you can survive alone. Because at the end of the day, I know a lot of people don't like to be alone, but you need it. It's therapeutic, you know? It's something to get your mental right. Something to let you understand yourself better. Get to know yourself more. Get to love yourself more. Get to be able to depend on you without you depending on somebody else. So for my people that's that feel like you alone, embrace that. Sometimes silence is the best answer. You know? Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to be able to go on, on dinner dates by yourself. Go to movies by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Do you alone. Take long rides alone. And I got to get back to doing that more. You know what I'm saying? Because your peace is the most important part. You need your peace. So for the people that's alone, embrace that. Um, it's a lot of people that want to be there. They wish they could stand alone. There's a lot of people that, that can't rely on themselves being alone. And I started to rely on company a lot. Not understanding, like, that's not what my headspace was. That's not what my body wanted. That's not, that's just me relying on company because I can have company. That's, and that's me getting away from what I'm usually doing, you know what I'm saying? Being by myself. Not really feeling vulnerable to people, you know? So I got to get back to that stage. Even though it might sound weird, but I was I was happy in that stage. Like, I'm good in that stage. Like, 
that's my comfort zone. Sometimes you need to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, but I'm comfortable with that. And I'm comfortable with being alone. And I'll get back to having company again. I'll get back to being around people again. I'll get back to doing all those type of, but I also need to take the time to be with myself. And also, a lot of y'all need to do that too. Take that time to be by yourself. Get to know yourself better than what you knew already. Start doing shit that you didn't like by yourself and you might to like it. Start eating shit that you thought was nasty. Take the time to eat it, you know what I'm saying? You, that you that you heard somebody talk about it. It's like, nah, I never tried it. That's nasty. Try it. You might like this shit, you know what I'm saying? Just like that, do that with your mental. Be by yourself. It's okay to be alone. It's never a problem to be alone. You know? It's never a problem to be alone. But yeah, man, that's how we gonna start off. How y'all been though? Um I'ma start getting in touch with y'all more. I'ma start you gonna start hearing my voice a little more. Um I'ma start talking to y'all more. I missed y'all. I really did. I miss doing this. I just been so goddamn busy, dog. I had so much on my mind, so much going on. And I was telling her, I was like, my homegirl, and I was talking to her. She was, I can say, feeling um, anxious. She was feeling overwhelmed. Um, all that over shit that she couldn't control. And that's one thing I was telling her. I was like, you got to make sure... You can't be upset at the shit that you can't control. Because the much as you think that it's your fault, you can't control it. Can you stop it? No. It's just life. It's the way life is. By you being upset and anxious, that going to put money back in your bank account? No. Is that going to stop you from thinking about what you're going through? No. You got to go through it. You got to understand it. Appreciate why you're going through the whatever struggle you're going through. Embrace the struggle. Appreciate the struggle. Get up out the struggle. And then once you look back, it's like, damn, look where I came from. So you also got to stay grounded. You know what I'm saying? Stay grounded. Control what you can control. And if it's out of your control, don't let it stress you. And it's easy thing to say. It's a harder thing to do. But you can do it. It's not impossible. You can do it if you put your mind to it. Be stronger. Be stronger than the adversity that you're going through. And you would be going through that adversity if you wasn't strong. So that's why he put you through it because he know you can get through it. And you can get over that adversity because you're stronger than an adversity. You know what I'm saying? So keep going. Don't stop. Don't quit. Much of the time you think about giving up. Keep pushing. And you keep pushing and you're going to get through. And you're going to break through and then you're going to realize, like, damn, look where I made it from. You know what I'm saying? And that's the best part. That's the best feeling. That's the best fucking feeling when you when when you, when you you do something and you accomplish something. You're like, damn, look. Look where I made it from. Look, look at what I created. Now, if I'd have quit and gave up, what would I have been? You know what I'm saying? Even when you don't think you have people watching you. 
You got to make sure you set that example. Be a great example. Set it high. Reach them goals that you always wanted to reach. Ain't nothing stop you from it. Everybody get that same 24 hours. Ain't nobody 24 hours different. Ain't nobody 24 hours just so different that they can do it and you can't. Put your mind to it. Reach them goals. Strive for it. Don't let none of that shit stop you or overwhelm you. Control what you can control and what you can't control. You chalk it up to life and be like, I'm going to get through it. So, yeah. What we gonna start about? What we gonna start talking about with today? I think I'm gonna start by saying um, November. It's always been. It's always start. Well, not always. November is starting to become tough for me. And a lot of times, if you know me, I don't really open up. I keep whatever I'm dealing with inside, and uh, I sit in it. Let it eat me up. And then I get up and be like, all right, let's get through it. But for me, a lot of y'all been around, listen to me a lot. Y'all like family. So sometimes I can open up just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. When I say November becomes tough to me, it's because it's my mother's birth month. It's my pretty girl birth month, my pretty lady, you know? And, and you're going to notice, like, I started distancing myself during this time. Um, it's just because I just want to be able to talk to her with no one around me. I want to be able to talk to her without hearing or listening to anybody else or what they got to say. I want to be so focused where I can hear her response, hear her talk back to me. I miss her like crazy, you know? It's not a day I don't go by that I don't think about her. And I know, it, and, and it's tough on everybody. Not saying it, it, it's easy on anybody. Not saying it's it's okay to be like that. But that's just how I cope with it. And that's how, and that's how I see it. And that's how I stand on it. I miss old girl like it's crazy, you know? I wish I could call my mama and be like, hey, what you doing today? Want to go to dinner? You want me to bring your favorite food for your birthday? Look what your grandson did today. Look what he told me today. Look what we did today. Can you want to come with us with this? And I can't. But I can appreciate the time that you was here for me. I can appreciate the time that we had together. I can also say thank you for having me. Thank you for being my biggest fan when nobody else wasn't. Thank you for being my biggest motivator when there's times I want to quit. Most important, thank you for being my fucking mother, my best friend, my first love, and my true love. Thank you for being my spirit my lifeline, and my strength. Thank you for the kind words that you spoke and the motivation that you give and the knowledge that you gave. 
Thank you for the prayers and the honors. Thank you for life. And again, thank you for being my mother. You one of the, not one, you are the strongest woman I know. To deal with the shit you dealt with. To 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 us not being the 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 silver spoon kids or the golden spoon kids. And you still made us look like something. Mama used to tell me, we might be broke, but we ain't got to look it. I mean, I used to take them little $220 checks I used to get from Pop Disability. And I go buy one outfit. It's your money, but you can go take, you can go get this shirt here, this shirt here, make it and put it here instead of going to get one outfit. I thought I was a shit with this one outfit. But then she showed me, she's like, look, watch this. Let me see it. She was going to get me four different pair of jeans. They probably one name brand. Couple polo shirts, boom, boom. And then a couple shoes, like, look. Now look what I did and look what you did. I got you six outfits. You got one. You know what I'm saying? So... Thank you for, for opening my eyes up to stuff like that in, in, in fashion, because you know you can dress too. You know, I know I put a little bit of sauce on you too, you know what I'm saying? I taught you how to do it. You know. But most important, thank you for being my mother. Thank you. So, yeah. November's uh, kind of tough on me. But I respect it. I understand it. And I appreciate it. So again, be okay with being alone. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you. It's fine. You can survive. And you're allowed to be alone. You ain't got to always have somebody in your face. You ain't got to always want somebody to be around. You ain't got to have, you always have company. Your presence in the shadows, it could be your company. The questions that your voice asks, the company could be the answers that your thoughts give. So it's okay to be alone. And I'm going to take full effect of that. Because I am going to distance myself. And it's nothing, it got nothing to do with nobody. It's got nothing to do with you. It got nothing, it's just, I need, it's for me. And this is what I need. And again, it's not to disrespect nobody. And if you feel like I'm wrong for it, I respectfully disagree. This is something I need, and I gotta under, and, and that's something that you gotta respect, and understand. Cause as a man, I'ma stand on all ten, and I'ma stand on that decision. And ain't no, let's talk about it. Can we? Nah, I'm good. I need this for me, and that's what we got. Also, got to do. We got to learn to to know what we want in life, 
We got to know, learn to understand what we want in life. Understand the goals that we're chasing. We got to understand the pain, the pleasure, and everything that we take in. The thing I want to know, is it is there something wrong with people who don't want to be in relationships? Is something wrong with them? Because, like, it's a lot of times you see it and you be like, damn, I want that love. But then you think about, like, damn, do I want to be in a relationship, though? Like, I want that love, but do I want to go through the trial and tribulation that it takes to get to that love? And I don't know if it's me or if it's something that. I have in my mind, but it's like, it takes time to get to that love. And do I have that much time to do that? And do I really want to be in love again like that? But I want it though. But it's like, mm, do I need it though? So like, I battle with that. Like, 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 I battle with that a lot. Like you be wanting that love shit. Like, damn, it'll feel good to be in love again. To tell a bitch like, I love you, babe. I can't wait to, like, I can't wait to see you, babe. I can't wait to be like... I be wanting it, but I don't know if I want the time that it takes to get there because, like, my trust issues is fucked up, so I will need to trust you. I will need to, to get to know you a lot better, get to know your family, get to know how you act, get to know how you move, get to know how what takes you off, what makes you mad, what's your favorite color, what's your favorite food to eat. It takes time for me to get on that, and it's like, do I have time to do that, but that's something I want. So I don't know if it's if it's me that I have a problem because I feel like I ain't got the time for it or am I just scared because I know if I make the time for it and, it, and I end up getting heartbroken, then it's like what I wasted my time for. And that all goes through my mind and all processes like, do I want to risk it? But sometimes you got to risk it to see what the outcome is because that could be your happiness and I could miss out on a lot of shit because I won't take that risk. But then it's like the shit I've been through, it's like why did I love somebody so much and they still left? So like what's stopping you? And there's a lot of times I know people going to say, I'm not them, I'm not them. But if somebody loved me to the point that it scared me, I'm not leaving you. Like, that means I can't, I'm not going to find that type of love nowhere else. Like, you you took your time to get to know me. You took your time to love me. You took your time and your patience to to get to know, like, what gets under my skin and what what I love to do and, and, and what I love, what I want to be around. And you painted a perfect picture for me of the perfect person I wanted that comes with flaws. But do I have have the time to sit and paint that picture and paint that perfect woman and add the flaws that I can accept and be okay with? Do I have the time for that? I don't know. And I struggle with that. And that's why I don't let nobody in and get too close. And I don't know if I'm the only one that struggles with that. I don't know if if, if that's why other people are single, because I never know, like, what's their journey. But that's a big reason why I'm single. 
And that's a big reason why, like, I'd be like, bro, I just can't let her get close to me, bro. Because I know how I am. But I also don't just want to be, a, you know what I'm saying? And I also, you see it, you want to grab it, you want to hold it like, damn, I want that love. But it's like, damn, do I got the time for that love? Even with that love, I got to be able to protect that love. I got to be able to, to make sure I don't damage or hurt this love. And I know what type of man I am. I know what type of man I can be. And I know what type of man I can provide for you. But am I ready? The answer is no. Will I ever be ready? I don't know. I don't know. That's a fear I have. That's a fear I have. And I haven't changed my ways yet. On that type of situation, I haven't. And I wonder if it ever will change. I don't know. Again, that's something I battle. But life is all about a battle. This is at a point where, like, is you going to win or is you going to lose? And right now I can say, with relationship problems, I ain't losing this fucking fight. Because I cannot put my hands up. Well, no, no, I can't put my hands down and accept your love punches. <laughs> you see, I did it, love punches. But no, like... I got my guard up high as fuck. If you have your guard up so high, sometimes you can't see shit. I can't even try to block somebody from seeing your point of view. You can't see the shit around you. And that's how high I feel like I got my guard up. Well, I, I can't. I can't see shit around me. And that shit sucks. But that's something I got to deal with. And that's something I got to maintain and understand another thing is jealousy on a man yeah jealousy on a man when when does that become camouflage where it can go with anything never right because jealousy on a man is never good ever it, it makes you feel insecure I feel like when, when a man becomes jealous it's like you have a fear of something. Like, what are you fearing? If you got your shit together, you got your mind together, you got whatever you got going together, like, what do, what do you get jealous for? Like, I never understood that. And, I, and I'm not a jealous type, you know? Chalk it up. Somebody ever, if I ever date somebody, take my girl, chalk it up to you. Hey, what Meek saying is she wasn't mine, and you got it. But me to be jealous or feel some type of way, or, you know what I'm saying? Throw like certain hints, just be behind closed doors behind your back. That's not me. I don't understand how people can do it. You know what I'm saying? If you feel some type of way, approach that person about it. Or ask the person that you involved with about it. And if you fuck with her and you trust her, go off what she say. 
You just don't jump to conclusions because you feel insecure. Jealousy on a man. That camouflage don't look too good on this on this outfit. You know what I'm saying? Another thing that I deal with is attachments. So like my question is, how do you deal with attachments? Do you do y'all like attachments? Do y'all appreciate attachments? I'm the type where like when I feel like you're getting too attached. The trigger of me goes off where like I was like, oh, I gotta like distance myself a little bit because I don't know how to like accept it, and I got I got work on that too. I don't know how to accept attachments, meaning like once somebody get attached, I don't know how to like match that level because I'm always gonna be me. Like I'm not gonna change me from being me but I don't know I have to learn how to to match the level when somebody gets attached I think that's why I distance myself because I can't match that level all the time because I'm going to be me everything I'm going to do is genuine and I feel like once you get attached and the other person doesn't know how to deal with it they don't do shit genuine they do shit out of character then they act out of character and me I'm always going to be genuine with every move I make. So like, it's hard for me to deal with attachments because it's not me not liking you, it's just me just, I see you getting attached. I have to graduate and learn how to be attached the way that you want me to be because it's gonna be hard for me to break my elements because I'm used to what I'm already acting. And that's why I struggle with, so that's like, if you see people talking, right? And they still doing the same shit they they constantly been doing and the other person's getting closer and then she's like okay so why i'm texting you first why you never text me first because in the beginning i never text you first in the first place you always text me first but now you feel some type of way because you're getting attached right and that trigger that that that, that feeling is now it's starting to come involved now it's like you're in you're now in I'm in relationship phase type mindset even though y'all are not in relationship but like that that's them are just triggers that happens those automatic triggers that happens and sometimes I don't understand it but I have to know how to get used to it because that's gonna happen and like that oh why you haven't texted me first like if I'm in the mood to text you, then I'm gonna text you first. Like if if it's not on my mind, then it's not like some like I wake up like damn I gotta text you first. I need to get better at it. I do, but like that's just not in the first thing in my mind when I wake up or if I'm just vibing. It's like damn I need to text. I make sure I text. And that's just me. That's me being genuine. And then like when I feel like you you say somebody and I, and I have to do it, then like I feel like it's forced. And then it's not like genuine. Like it's not like like damn I gotta take a good one. Let it be genuine. And I don't know if, if anybody else is like that, but that's just how I am. It's just like, I'm. it's hard for me to deal with attachments. And I don't know how other people like, you know what I'm saying? Give me your comments back. How do you deal with attachments? Explain that to me. Like what you do with your attachments. Like how, how does attachment help you? Or how do you deal with attachments? You know? So, 
another thing is I was I had a conversation with, a, with one of my old friends I haven't I haven't been to call her back but I didn't get to get a chance to call her back but I got busy but she she's in a relationship or whatever right and um, she was like Robert what does it mean if my son my, my significant other does this whatever 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 but he has female friends that hit him up all through the night and then he tell me not to worry about it how should I react so ladies before y'all start jumping to things understand where their friendship stems from understand what type of friendship they have understand the shit that they're going through meaning 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 just don't jump to conclusions because it's a late night. He can't control that person that texts him. And if she doesn't know about you and their friend, she gonna feel like he's still single so she can text him at any time. Not not meaning like it's gotta be like a booty call, that's the first thing coming out or, or this person. No. She could be looking for advice just like you. That's probably her friend that she talked to about advice. So understand and listen to what your man or your significant other's got to say about it before you go out your way and jump to conclusions. Understand the situation. If he has no reason to lie to you, if he never lied to you before, she never lied to you before, take it for what it was. But he said they're friends, and you know what I'm saying? This is what they do, and you have no expectation. And a lot of times, females got to understand, like, if it's a girl that's a friend, she see you in public, it's going to be hard for her to just come up and be like, Hey, so-and-so, what's up? How you been? It's your girl. It's going to be hard for that to happen. Why? Because girls' tendencies are going to be like, oh, he must have did something with her. Why she feel Why she feel like she need to come? Oh, baby, it's just a friend. Much as that sounds so easy to say, that should be hard because it's another female, and you don't want your girl to feel some type of way. So a lot of men avoid that situation by just nod and keep pushing. Even though he know they're just friends, he just don't want to get anything involved into it where he has to keep explaining and explaining and worry about this later on in the future, which us, which will we fuck up at because we should just put the nail in the coffin then. Hey, babe, this is my friend. This is all it is. Hey, you, me, her, this is my girl. Hey, hey, babe, she going to text me any time at the time. I'm always there for her. It's called communication. We have to do that more. But we don't. Instead, we nod and keep it pushing. And that's what we fuck up at. The nod and keep it pushing, we got to stop doing that. We got to be explain. Hey, babe, look, this is who this is. This is my friend, and and you gotta understand this is what it comes with. And if she here before you, you can't be the girlfriend that thinks, oh, she was here before me, but I can just make him let her go because I'm the one he's with, and she's just here. No, you don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they go through. You don't know what type of relationship they have before you. She's been here before you. She's been say she was here before you. She was his rider when he every breakup he breaks up with. He cuts her off, but she's always there. And it's a, a continuing cycle. That's not good. That's not that's not a good friend. And a lot of times, that ruins a lot of relationships. It does. But if we put it in the bud early, they got to worry about it. Just, 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 my, just my outlook on things. That's about it. Ladies, this is a real question, now. This is a real question. 
Do you fear your significant other has to see you as a 10? Could they see you as an 8? Could they see you as a 6? Could they see you as a 5? Do they have to see you as a 10? Does, does your significant other has to see you see you as a 10? Or could they see you as an 8? Could they see you as a 5? They just love you for your personality. How do y'all feel about that? Do they have to see you as a 10? And if your man call you a six, do you get mad? Why would you get mad? He's with you. You might bring more to the table than a 10 does. You might stand for something more than what a 10 does. So if he call you a six, do you feel some type of way? Are you upset? You ready to break up with him? He might treat you the right way. He might love you the right way. Might buy you your special gifts. But he consider you a six. He's like, man, my wife's a six, man. My wife's a seven. Is it wrong for him to not see you as a ten? That's just a question I want to know. That's just a question y'all get back to me. Because at the end of the day, no matter what he rates you, he's with you. No matter what he rates you, he's treating you the right way. No matter what he rates, he's treating you as a queen. So, therefore, there should be no problem what he rates you. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I don't feel like I'm wrong. Because if he consider you as a six, but he treat you like a queen, what more do you want? What do you want? That's the question I want. What do you want? If he consider you a six, but he treats you like a queen. He might see a ten, but he don't want to be with that ten. He want to be with the six. He's treating you like he's supposed to be treated. He's not cheating. He's getting what you need. He's getting the house done, getting your nails done, getting your hair did. All this. But he just consider you as a six. And that's what he want to be with. He don't want a wife no ten. He want a wife a six or a seven. Is he wrong if he consider you as a six? That's dead ass wrong if you say he's wrong. Because how? You know what I'm saying? It's just questions that come to my mind. Like, then that that that's us not wanting to accept the facts. Okay, a lot of people... Okay, well, I ain't going to say facts because a lot of people eyes you could be a 10. But his eyes you a 6. But he's treating you like you a 10. But he just considers you a 6. And, and the true fact is, it's a lot of people that are 7s and 8s that feel like they're 10s. And you get offended when a man stands on his principles and be like, Nah, baby, you're just a 7. Not to be disrespectful, but you're just a 7 to him. And y'all, oh, no, 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 y'all, y'all, you, you, y'all can't do that. That's just his point of view and his outlook on things. Y'all got to respect that and understand that. And especially if you break it down to why you feel like you were this, you just can't feel like you upset because he's brutally honest. That's just, that's him. He's just a brutally honest person. You got to be able to accept that. You got to be able to understand that. And that's the question I'm going to leave with y'all today. You know what I'm saying? This is RS3 Nation Podcast. And again, we're going to do this even more. We're going to get more in detail with it. That's the question of the day. Do you feel some type of way if your significant other rates you lower than what you expect yourself to be? Is that a problem? Does that cause conflict in relationships? If it does, you need to evaluate yourself. As long as he's treating you right and doing you right and make sure the house is good and it's that little circle. Everybody in that circle is good. Fuck the outside of it. everybody in that, in that little circle that y'all have is good, and everybody in there is taken care of. That's all that matters. Fuck how somebody think or look about you or feel about how your looks is. 
because your looks only can take you so far. It's what's inside it, your brain, your personality, your attitude. That's what take you to where you need to be. It's a lot of rich people out here that's not sixes. It's a lot of rich people that's out here that's not eights. A lot of rich people out here that's not tens. But it's what their brain taking, what their personality taking. It's our Street Nation podcast. See y'all soon. I miss y'all. Love y'all. November's very own.